It's Friday, April 17th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, the White House has new advice for states that might want to lift their stay-at-home orders. We'll tell you what these new guidelines mean for you. Then, you might be hearing a lot about an antiviral drug that could be used to fight COVID-19. On a scale of one to optimistic, we'll tell you where you might want to fall right now. And finally, stimulus checks. We have some ideas about why your bank account wasn't $1,200 richer yesterday. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Okay, the COVID-19 pandemic is a rapidly changing story with lots of moving parts, and we're gonna help you sort out what exactly you need to know, starting with the three big developments of the day. Okay, so by now you've probably seen the headlines that the Trump administration has announced new guidelines for reopening the country. The idea is that this should happen state by state, and in three phases. The Daily Skim summarized these phases this morning, so if you haven't yet, go back to your inbox and check them out. But basically, the White House says a state shouldn't begin phase one until it sees things like a 14-day downward trajectory in case numbers, and has implemented, quote, robust testing for at-risk healthcare workers. Who decides when a certain state passes that hurdle according to these guidelines? State and local officials not the White House. To be clear, it's always been up to the states to decide when and how they should start lifting stay-at-home orders. But President Trump is still hoping to guide their approach. On top of that, he's offering some advice. I think we're gonna have a lot of states open relatively soon. We're beating the date. I said a date of May 1st and, you know, here we are. Problem is, even in states that have the fewest number of cases, it's not clear that they'd be ready to open up under Trump's guidelines. On top of that, experts are warning that the country doesn't have the kind of widespread testing we'd need to start talking about lifting stay-at-home orders. Right now, around 146,000 people a day are being tested for COVID-19. Experts say that should be closer to 500,000 or even millions of people getting tested a day. Basically, without the federal government's help when it comes to organizing and shipping out tests, it may be wishful thinking to have states start reopening, even in phases. And experts like Michael Lavasser from Drexel University's Dorns Life School of Public Health have warned that even if some parts of the U.S. are past the peak of this epidemic, that doesn't mean that everything should go back to normal. Lavasser is an expert in epidemiology and biostatistics, so plotting out the outbreak of an infectious disease like COVID is kind of his thing. Reaching the peak doesn't mean we've reached the peak of the epidemic. It means that we've reached the peak of of what we're going to see with these social distancing measures. If we get to the peak and then we all run outside and celebrate and have a big parade, guess what's gonna happen? That peak isn't going to be the peak. It's just gonna keep going up because people are gonna get infected at that parade. Keep in mind, if you're being told to stay at home, when and how those orders will be lifted will be up to the state where you live. They don't have to listen to the president here. In fact, starting today, some beaches in Florida are starting to reopen, though with some restrictions. And good news for sewers in Wisconsin. Even though the state's stay-at-home orders are now in place through the end of May, craft stores are now allowing people to pick up PPE materials through curbside pickup options. So states are kind of going their own way, some more careful than others. But just so you know, if you live in the Northeast, West, or Midwest, your state may be teaming up with other states nearby to make a joint decision on when and how to reopen.
Our second headline today involves the search for a treatment for COVID-19. Your social media might be full of talk about a potential COVID-19 miracle drug. Well, the medicine behind all that chatter is called remdesivir. And it's true, there are some promising signs, but there's also a lot we still don't know about it. The medical community is stoked about remdesivir. Say it with us. It's an antiviral drug that's shown promise against two other coronaviruses in the past, SARS and MERS. And back in February, a World Health official said that it was the only drug that showed real potential for a COVID-19 treatment. So now it's being tested in clinical trials all around the world. And that's why you might be hearing about it. Because yesterday, news broke that one of those trials is going really well. A doctor leading a clinical trial in Chicago says that its patients have been recovering pretty quickly on remdesivir. Some have gotten to go home within days. And that's despite the fact that a lot of patients in the study started with severe symptoms. This is all according to a report by the health news site, Stat News. That report, plus President Trump's new guidelines to get us back to normal, was enough to send U.S. stocks soaring today. But some industry analysts, as well as the hospital and drug company working on the study, say, let's not get carried away here. The company pointed out that anecdotal reports like this aren't the full picture, and that, quote, the totality of the data need to be analyzed in order to draw any conclusions from the trial. The Chicago site is just one testing site among many. Another thing to keep in mind about remdesivir is that it's a liquid that has to be given intravenously, meaning you'd have to stay at the hospital to get it. Not exactly a welcome solution at a time when hospitals are struggling with patient overload. But keep in mind that remdesivir isn't our only bet at a treatment for COVID-19. There are other kinds of drugs that doctors are currently testing. But to be clear, the FDA hasn't approved any specific treatment for COVID-19 yet. Which brings us to our third big story of the day, stimulus checks. The thing millions of Americans were hoping to see in their bank account this week. And while around 80 million people are supposed to or should have already, millions more are still waiting. Remember, the IRS started sending money to people who already had their direct deposit information on file. But about 90% of Americans are reportedly eligible for a check. So if you didn't receive yours yet, it could be for a couple reasons. Like, if you didn't make enough money in previous years, like less than $12,000, and therefore didn't have to file taxes. Because then the IRS wouldn't have your deposit info. We'll tell you one way you can fix this a little later. Another reason the IRS might not have your direct deposit info is if you used a tax preparation service. And if you filed your 2019 return by paper and not electronically, then you might be getting your stimulus cash via a paper check. The first batch is expected to drop in the mail next week. For more on adjusting your budget if you've lost your job or how this pandemic can affect your wallet, check out theskim.com money. And you can also find the latest COVID-19 news at theskim.com slash COVID updates. Okay. We're pressing pause on the latest developing stories and sending you into the weekend on... A musical note. A child is playing that piano. Yeah, Stelios Karasidis wrote that himself and calls it Isolation Waltz. You know, because he's a seven-year-old prodigy in Greece. No big deal. Stelios somehow managed to turn all his time inside into a song that now has about 175,000 views on YouTube. This isn't something he just picked up in quarantine. He's traveled all over the world to play the piano, including the Royal Albert Hall in London and Carnegie Hall in New York. 
play us out, Stelios. No matter your situation, sometimes you just need to press pause. And every week, we're sending out an email with some of our favorite things to help you take a break. To sign up, head on over to theskim.com slash press pause. Hi, this is Maya giving a shout out to my sister, Kira, and all, of, all other individuals on the front lines. If you've been displaced or alienated because you are more susceptible to getting COVID due to your job, know that we appreciate everything you're doing and we're looking forward to being with you again. Much love. And that's all for Skim This. For more updates throughout the day and over the weekend, follow us on Instagram at The Skim. Also, we want to let you know that we have a new Skim special coming out this weekend. Ahead of Earth Day next week, we talk to climate experts about how social distancing and stay-at-home orders are impacting the planet. Plus, why some say that pandemic recovery efforts should also tackle climate change. You can find the episode tomorrow in the Skim This feed.